This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. And then why 98 underscore 7 along with Harvey and Joe. We're here till midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN here in New York City. Hey, Gordon Damer. Larry, what's going on, my friend? Oh, Gordon. Gordon, can I give you some advice? Please. I okay. need all the help I can get. Okay. So, Gordon, uh, the kids aren't listening, right? No. Okay. Not to us, anyway. They probably listen no, to something yeah, on TikTok. To other but they, right. No, they're not listening to this. <laughs> but not us. Right, not us. Okay. Gordon, when they get older mm-hmm. and they move out, yeah. you need to have something in the contract that whenever Christmas decorations have to go back in the attic, they have that they come, come back. back. Yeah. That they come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they come back. Because, I mean, oh, God. <laughs> Every year, Gordon, they keep saying, not this year, not next year. And it's the same thing. Yeah. And for some reason, there's more boxes every year. It doesn't feel like you brought out that many boxes. No, but when you have to put them away. It's like I didn't see that more. many docu- I didn't see that many decorations. What right. was that? I've always said to my wife, I feel like uh, that, like the outdoor stuff. We just just yes. throw that out every year. <laughs> it would it, think about how much easier life would be. Like all the garland and the lights, just throw it out, and we'll just get new ones next year. And just get a big, else, think about yeah. how easy that would be. Just get oh, a big garbage bag and just stuff it all in a garbage oh, bag. Burn this garbage. Look at this garbage. Uh, it would be perfect. That's a great idea, Gordon. Right? I mean, That's how much could it idea. possibly cost? A hundred oh. bucks? Sometimes you know your money, your, your, your time is worth your money, you know? I'd pay more than a hundred. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You know, and look, if it costs more than a hundred, you know, maybe we got to scale back the decorations a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. So that was part of my day. The other part of my day, though, was fun because I had the chance to, you know, I do the work with athletes helping athletes, Mm -hmm. where we do the, you know, we we had a meeting today, a big, uh, not meeting, but we had a big, you know, workshop for the for the high school kids as they get ready to go and visit their elementary school kids. So they take over the class for one period. So we had had fun talking to the high school kids today. Uh, a number of the trainers that tell you hello. We got we're big amongst the trainers for athletes. Oh, nice. Athletes going. Yes, a lot of I'll folks, take whatever so. I can get. Oh, absolutely. We got the, the former giant Billy Taylor, the running back. We got a bunch of folks. Come the, the BT players. Express. That's right. The that original kind of, BT Express. The original. That's right. Pride of Texas Tech University. That's right. And we get you know a couple of tennis players, Leslie Allen and Kyle Corbett. We got a bunch of folks that, that listen to us all the time. So they all said hi. Very nice. So I'm telling you, hello for them. That's now very that I got nice. that out of the way. Now checklist. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Gordon, this was an interesting game to watch for the Knicks uh, because you now with the way things are going with, with the shortened rotation, the bench kind of has an awkward feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like you're not really sure who's going to give you what, and because it's a nine, because it's a four person bench. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't stay with it long if they're not playing well, which I understand. And tonight, the San Antonio bench was outstanding. I mean, they really put a lot of pressure on the Knicks. Yeah. That bench was great. Yeah, they did a great job. Uh, that's generally a sign of a bad team, right? Like, if the bench yeah. is coming in and, and is outscoring the starters by a, a wide margin, that's a sign that maybe, you know, there's that much, not much of a difference between the guys who are on the bench and, and the guys who are the starters. And clearly, San Antonio struggled. And this game was uh, – a little too co- close for comfort. You know, uh, Randall hits that shot, I think it was at the end of the third, and it kind of felt like he had a little bit of breathing room. You know, Knicks might be able to put this one away. They really never were able to put this one away until, like, no. the very end. So With uh, help. But Yeah, yeah, with some help, right? Yeah, a little bit of a... Uh, Can you, know. you look to the official... For all kids who are watching and listening, 
Okay. Uh, keep an eye on the official. Keep an eye on the referee. He counts when the ball's out of bounds. You you mm-hmm. can glance at him and look and see where your player is that you're trying to inball the in inball the bound inbounds the ball to because that didn't happen and that Gordon could have cost them the game. Yeah, could no, have cost absolutely. The Spurs the game. Yeah, basically, I think it kind of did. Yeah, I mean, like you know, they, the Knicks did play some good defense, so you don't want to yes, just say did. it was you know all, all on the Spurs, but. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was a big turnover at that point. And uh, look, you, you take these wins any way you can get them, especially yes. at home where the Knicks have not been that great this year. But nope. uh, I mean, how much more can we say about Jalen Brunson? Oh, it's worth the money. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> been worth, worth the every money. You think about all the, the free agent contracts that the Knicks have signed uh, over the last, you know, 20, 30 years. Oh, please don't do that to me. Yeah, I mean, he has to <laughs> oh, he has no. to be right at the top. Yeah, he's right there. There's no I mean, question. I know it's 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 only what thirty something games, forty something games, but mm-hmm. still, I mean, he has come in here and has been everything and more. Yes, you know, thirty eight points tonight, mm-hmm. um, seven rebounds, six assists. So mm-hmm. uh, he has been everything that uh, you've wanted. And uh, and look, the Knicks are. I, I don't want to get too carried away, but they are excited. It's an exciting product. It is. You know, they're they're entertaining. Let's put they're it that way. They're entertaining. They're competitive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's and uh, it's far better than it was. You know, for all the criticism we give Leon Rose or Tibbs or everything else, and you know, I know fans are well, we're not we're not one of the top four teams or top five teams. They they are an entertaining product. Mm-hmm. Um, now again, I think that they are scraping up against the ceiling of what they are. So I wouldn't be surprised if they drop back a little bit. But uh, most nights. You know, they bring it, and um, they, they bring some energy, and um, you have to like what you've gotten out of Randall so far this year. Brunson's Absolutely. been good. Yep. Doing this without R.J. Barrett is impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grimes is now becoming kind of like a a consistent double-digit scorer for mm-hmm. them, as mm-hmm. well as the defense. So, yes. look, they're, they're, you know, with the Knicks, anytime things are feeling good, you know that there's a <laughs> pothole right around the corner. <laughs> But I think that there's reasons to feel good, even though it was a little too close for comfort tonight against a team that's got 12 wins on the season. Yeah, there's no question about that. And here's the other thing, too. Now that it appears Obi Toppin is about ready to come back, Gordon, he was active Mm -hmm. uh, tonight. Uh, They knew he wasn't going to play. So that means the rotation is going to expand a little bit. So who sits? And I got to tell you, uh, Jericho Sims had some very important minutes in this game, Gordon, especially in that fourth quarter couple of blocks, uh, you know, good defense. So, it, it, you know, obviously I think he's going to be the person that's going to lose some minutes. And maybe it'll be okay for Julius Randle to go back to 35 to 38 minutes again instead of 41, 42 minutes that he's doing right now. Yeah, I mean, he is playing very well. Um, he is. You know, you can't really complain tonight. 25 points, 13 yep. boards, some assists, mm-hmm. some steals. Yep. So Some turnovers. Some some turnovers, some blocks, you know, a little bit of <laughs> yeah, everything. A little bit of everything. Um, but, uh, look, I, I think that it's I, – I, we were kind of wrapped up the show last night with it about Obi Toppin uh, and, and how the Knicks are going to have to move a piece here or there, you would expect, right, between Cam Reddish and Derrick Rose and, and Fournier. Uh, it doesn't really feel like – it never really felt like that Obi Toppin was long for this team, and it would not shock me at all as we get closer to the trade deadline that Obi Toppin is playing someplace else. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with them and um, how, how, they, how they take the next steps, Gordon. Because, see, once again, we have to kind of figure out what this team is. And you said that it probably is as close to the ceilings they're going to get right now. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you there. But can't they give you something a little more than the ceiling, right? Can, can't, they, can't they 
do something um, where they can go a little bit more. Other teams play play better than the talent they have. I mean, we watched the giant team display better than the talent they have. Yeah. Uh, why why can't our teams go? Giants aside, obviously, mm-hmm. but why can't the New York teams do that? Why, why, uh, you know, why can't why can't the Knicks play better than what they are for a change? Why can't they go through a stretch where you know and the young listen, the young kids are playing, so we can't mm-hmm. complain about that. They're playing and and they are a great contributor. So let's see, maybe maybe Tibbs can get a little more out of them if he frees up some of this, you know, some of this offense a little bit. I just don't. I just think the NBA is just such a star league, and the Knicks it do is. not have stars. You know, like yep. they have stars for them. Randall's mm-hmm. a star for them. Brunson has yep. played like a star. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you just take a look at those top five. Like, how are the Knicks going to be better over the course of the season than the Sixers, Cavs, Nets, Bucks, or Celtics? I'll settle for six. Right. Well, look, <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, if you if you if you tell me that they're going to be six, I, I, I would sign for that right now. That playoff team. That's playing above them. That's yeah. playing above. Their, that's that's is the example of playing above their talent. Yeah. If they ended up being six, which they they're not talented enough to be six, but if they ended up being six, yeah, that would be that would be great. I will say this, and and Gordon, we've we've and we've taken shots at Julius Randle, and rightfully so in most cases. Uh, the thing that jumped out at me tonight was the block that he didn't give up on. Mm-hmm. We sprinted the length of the court, mm-hmm. came up and got a block. See. That's all you can ask from a player. I mean, you know effort. Yeah. Effort. That's all you can ask. Gordon, we didn't see that last season. No. Nothing close to that. I don't know what it is that. about Nothing this year close. that has gotten him re-energized to where he was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever it is, I hope it stays with him. Yeah, it's got to. Mm-hmm. It's got to. Otherwise, they're not, otherwise, you know, Jalen Brunson can't do it by himself. Right. And and two years ago, he was he was playing for a contract. This year, yes. he's got the contract. So yeah. it's it's actually more impressive now that he's doing it again because it felt like that two years ago was always kind of a fluke in a contract year. And for him to be playing at the level that he's playing right now, uh, you know, I think for some Nick fans, myself included, we, we would be thinking, well, this might be a perfect time to see what's available in a trade. But <laughs> they're not going to do that. Uh, Unless something came and, and just blew them, you know, blew the doors off the garden that they would say, oh, we have to do that. But what, yes. what, what would that be, right? Like who's saying, you know, who we got to get? We got to go get Julius Randle. So uh, this is the best version that the Knicks can be right now. It's mm-hmm. an exciting product. It's it far is. better than it was a couple of years ago when they're winning 20 games on the whole season. Yeah, <laughs> right? They got right. 20 wins already. Yeah. And there's been years where they've won 20 games the entire year, so uh, we'll take it. And and you just kind of envision, like, what is the move that's going to happen? Because I think clearly before the trade deadline in February, there has to be a move or two. Yes. And how do you move the needle with a move or two? Is it just draft picks that they're bringing back? No, it can't be. It's got to be something else. they got enough draft picks, Gordon. I mean, right. How many, how many draft like, picks are you going to have? Yeah, but, like, can you take what they have available and get something that is not just – a piece from another team that is okay. You know what I mean? Like in the right situation, I think Cam Reddish is okay. I think, you mm-hmm. know, um, Fournier in the right spot would be okay. Can mm-hmm. you take any of that and package it in a way where you're going to get something that's more than okay? And what's yeah. more than okay? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Some, a person that that's going to help you get closer to a talented team. That, that's what you're looking for. Right. Even if it's a, even if it's a better bench player for you. Uh, you have to start. You have to start getting talent on your team, Gordon. That's that's what you have to do. So your bench is that much more talented. So you're not worried about being outscored by a San Antonio Spurs bench, because you've got more pieces in in that situation. And 
It's got to be somebody that can score but also doesn't kill you defensively because that's the identity of this Knicks team, Gordon. Whatever you think about this team, it's really defense first and scoring second for Mm -hmm. them for the most part. So if you can find somebody that can give you some scoring, give you some rebounding, a, a nice wing player, a little more size, as I mentioned, because I love what Grimes does, you know, listen, contested the three-pointer that that saved him mm-hmm. again tonight. Uh, but against some matchups, you know, guys are shooting over him. So I would like to have a little more size with a little better defender and somebody that can score as well. But it beats the alternative, right? It does. It beats, it beats the way things were going last Absolutely. year. So. Absolutely, uh, it's a bit. I feel like we say this every year around the trade deadline. Boy, a big off, a big trade deadline for Leon Rose, and we'll see. Yeah. You know, the first year did a great job bringing in Rose, it was mm-hmm. a real plus. Last year, not so much. We'll see what this year brings. Uh, can't be worse than the free agency. I'll tell you that. <laughs> can't be. No, we know where the we know where the, the 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 floor is. Now we have to see where the ceiling is. More conversation next on ninety eight seven ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. <laughs> Who's this now? Carlos who now? Carlos who now? Oh. Yeah, another day. Nothing going another on. Another day. An- another. What are the Mets incentives to move, get this done quickly? What are the incentives? It's very simple. So you know that you got the player. I mean, is, what's going on And what's going to change, this? really? I, mean, I, I don't get it. Gordon, there's, there's two things I'm tired of talking about. Carlos Correa mm-hmm. and Zach Wilson. <laughs> I know, but like, and the Correa one, I agree with you because until something changes, you know, what, what do you have but, to go on? The Zach Wilson one, it's, it's, something, it's, it's always it's something a, every day. It's, it's amazing. They figure out a way to make it compelling every day. I mean, Salah today. No, we're definitely working with him. We're definitely, he's definitely, but what do you, how? Well, why is he not starting this week? Because he can't start this week, Gordon. Why? Have you watched him play? I know, but that's like, why what? he can't start. <laughs> But if you're telling me, like, do you believe them or do you think that this is just something they're saying about I the hell or high water? We're gonna we're gonna coach him up. We're gonna you know do all these things. What do I you believe think he's not. Pl- I believe he's not playing. Right. <laughs> but you do you that. think that they're being serious that they're gonna keep him beyond this? You know, when they get into the off season, that they're gonna when when next year rolls around, Zach Wilson will still be on the Jets roster, be it the starter, be it a backup, be it something. He'll be on the Jets roster if they change the offensive coordinator. If they don't change the offensive coordinator, um, I, 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 I don't know how you bring him back. We because, because here's the thing. We, we, we've criticized Michael LaFleur. We'll get to the basketball calls in a second. And we've criticized Michael LaFleur a lot this year. Okay, we have. But Gordon, to be honest, the offense runs better when it's not Zach Wilson. I mean, it could be anybody. You know, so I, I, I mean. That would tell you you have a Zach Wilson problem. Yeah. Not an offensive coordinator problem. Yeah. But if the offensive coordinator can't reach your second overall pick. Yeah. Then you're going to have to change one of the two. Unless what you do is you go out and you get Carr or Jimmy G or Minshew or whoever you bring in here and you battle it out and you say, listen. This is your last chance with this team, okay? And I get I get Salah three years. Look what's happened with Daniel Jones. Look at you know Smith. Ah, yeah, I understand. I know you're trying to build. I'm, we know he's fractured. We know he's fractured mentally. We we get it. You're trying not to just kick him while he's down. I understand. But he and I told I told people this last year. 
and I know he was the number two pick and everything. You got to give him. He did not deserve to come in without a veteran quarterback. So this year, this next season, you got to bring in somebody that's going to challenge him, and you find out. And guess what, Gordon? If he doesn't make it, then you have to make a decision. Either you sit him, and he still has to learn, or you got to get rid of him. But Gordon, you can't get rid of him now. What are you gonna get for him? You can give him away. What could you get for him? Uh, he's know. not even playing. He's been inactive but, twice. I mean, if he's clearly not the answer, and 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 from their actions, they tell you he's not the answer. And you're going into a year where you know next year, its results are you know <laughs> uh, everything. Results are or you're gone. Everything. Yeah, for I, everybody. I, why, I, I just feel like he's a distraction that they're going to have to answer the entire season if he's there, right? Like if if they bring in Jimmy G, then, I, the then you're not worried about him. What does this him. mean for Zach? Well, oh, we know Zach what it means here? for Zach. Yeah, we know what it means for Zach. It means Zach's still not playing, and it mean, and what it also means is he wasn't good enough to beat him out. Well, I he mean, wasn't good like, enough to beat him and out. And that's the thing. Like whoever they bring in, if Zach doesn't get significantly better, like they bring in like whatever backup whatever second string quarterback they can find and they have them in a competition that second string quarterback is almost certainly going to outperform Zach Wilson unless he does something tremendous over the offseason you're you're exactly uh, right uh, you're exactly right unless he just unless unless something just happens yeah uh, you know unless something a miracle happens you're exactly right and then you'll be stuck with okay what are we going to do with him you want a stat yeah go ahead allies and his own who covers the Jets for Newsday. oh yeah the Jets won't have a quarterback reach 10 touchdown passes for a third straight year. Mm-hmm. 10. That's right. Not 20, not 25. No. Not 10. 11. Not 11. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Three straight years. Three straight years. That would You would think that that would be impossible. 10 touchdown passes? And two of them are Zach Wilson. Yeah. Two of them are your, are, are your number two pick. Yeah, and the offensive coordinator has been here for two of them too. That's right. It's a showdown. One of them's got to go. <laughs> one of them's got. One of them's got to go. And and I don't know. And you know, I don't know which one it is, because he could get, he could say, "Listen, we're doing our best with him. <laughs> if the, it works with everybody else, yep." Everybody else can move the football. Now, listen, they're not scoring a whole lot with everybody mm-hmm. else either. I mean, they got red zone issues, but at least they're moving the football. And at least they're putting some points on the board. But they're doing nothing with him. Nothing is getting, nothing's getting done with him. And the worst thing they can have happen this week is have Mike White go out there and light it up. Yep. And that's, I mean, within the range of possibilities. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And who's starting for you? What, Bridgewater's not playing now? No, Bridgewater's hurt. It's probably going to be Skylar Thompson. And they, you know who they brought in? You didn't see who they brought in? I did see that. Mike Glennon, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. He's going to do everything oh, he can baby. to help the team, he says. Help oh. the team miss the playoffs again. And then we suck. Oh, oh, man. I mean, how that – there's nobody better. There's nobody better than Mike. We can't find anybody. <laughs> The most popular oh. sport in the entire country. I get it. It's the last game of the season. Everybody's kind of snapped up. But there's no one around? The cheetah was, it was is aesthetic. Oh, to see that Mike Glenn was there. Because the cheetah's like, listen, 
Throw it to me from the from the one year. I, yeah. I watched video Just last put year. Put the ball in my hands. Put it to me from the one. I'll oh take it. I'll God. take it. Ninety nine. I got you. Who who was the guy that? What was the other guy that the Jets uh, that the Giants had last year? Oh yeah, Jake Fromm. Yeah, right? yeah, yep. I guess he's better than Jake Fromm, but not, not by, by much. much. <laughs> oh my God! I saw that today. I'm like, there's there's nothing. We don't have anything else. Oh. I mean, what a disaster. It really shows you how it really shows you how slim quarterbacking is in the National Football League. <laughs> Somebody should be rubbing to his temples right now, trying to help him recover as much as possible. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to have Mike Glennon in the game. Oh man! Well, can we get well, you they, some, Can we get you something else? Can we get you some chamomile tea? Can we get you a back rub, some acupuncture, something? And I don't know what's going to help, but something. Need something. And Gordon, you've predicted this about this Miami oh, team. I, it, it, look, Larry, it's, it's almost like Ghostbusters when Zool was coming and I, they didn't know what form <laughs> Zool was going to take. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't know what form it was going to take, I, but I knew the disaster was right around the corner. Oh, and the form is Mike Glennon. I'd rather have the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man as the quarterback. He'd do a better job. Yeah, he would, yep. Absolutely. We guys would bounce right off him. And you know what? He moves a little better, too, than Glennon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> he really does. He oh does. my lord, that's scary, Gordon. That's that's a tough one, my friend. How much that's money has Mike Glennon made in his career? More than he should. Oh my god, <laughs> that guy's one of the richest people in the country. He should be giving money back. <laughs> it's amazing. He guy's a multi-millionaire. You know, god and, bless and, him. and guess what? Even he was surprised the phone rang. <laughs> you want me to do what? <laughs> Another quarterback. He's like, he, remember Juan Beniquez? Juan Beniquez played for like every team in the ba- yes. in baseball yep. in like the early yep. 80s. That, that's, that's Mike right. Glennon. He's going to have one of the jerseys from every team. Glennon's like, and I get to go to Miami? Yeah. Oh, warm weather and get paid? Oh, my God. Oh, baby. And have a chance to play? Yeah. Oh, Woo! a very good chance to play. The, the kid, Skylar Thompson, they pat him in the game last week. Oh, my God. I, I, I was thinking to myself, maybe he's left-handed. Maybe he shouldn't be throwing the football right-handed. <laughs> Now, didn't he play? Didn't he play against the Jets here? Yeah, he played in the first game too, right? That's right. And the funny yeah. thing was, in the preseason, uh, you know, he played well in a preseason game, and of course, the Dolphin fans they get all worked up. Of course, oh, this guy's gonna be. We're gonna have. He's a just Trevler, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the Dolphins' <laughs> version of Chris Trevler. And then he got into an actual game, and they lost by you know they gave up forty points in that game, and he was a disaster. So um, yeah, I'm sure that's you know who knows if 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 the Patriots end up winning their game and it doesn't matter, he'll he'll play lights out. He'll he'll right, throw five right. touchdown passes, yeah. and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And yeah, it's just the life of a Dolphin fan, you know. It, it's right, and and you have to see this again. Because we were at MetLife Stadium the first oh, time you yep. saw him. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as they missed that field goal, I looked at uh, the, the the powers that be and the brass of Winthrop and Hurley. I said, "Okay, guys, we'll see you next time." Because I knew what <laughs> I knew what direction that was. And by the time I got back to the car, they had given over. up two more touchdowns. Yeah, it was over. It was done. That was that was that was unbelievable. It was one of those days. Well, it's good know, to see it, you though. It can be. It's it's frustrating. It's aggravating. But one thing, it's not is surprising. It's not yeah. surprising. It can't be surprised anymore. But after a couple of years, it was great to see you. It out was. Of, it was the, great to the, see everybody. Park, Hopefully, we know? all get yeah. together again next year. Yeah, absolutely. The kids, Maybe they know? can play the Bills that day or the Patriots. <laughs> I would love to <laughs> anybody, see them play but, the Patriots. Anybody but Miami, that. right? Yeah. Leave Miami. Oh no, out of it. not please, not not the <laughs> Patriots. Was it going to be ten nine? I'll be sitting there with those chicken fingers, <laughs> dipping them in. Oh, and I'll be staying for the post game show. Yeah, watching the big ten nine game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Greg and Dan will be leaving the uh, scene before I'm I'm done <laughs> that, that booth. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, this season marks the 50th anniversary of New York Islanders hockey to help celebrate. We're giving away tickets to the January 12th matchup against the Minnesota Wild at UBS Arena. To enter, download the free ESPN New York app, scroll down to contest, and submit your entry. It's brought to you by the New York Islanders. Join in on the fun this season by grabbing your tickets at NewYorkIslanders.com. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. More of ESPN New York tonight, next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. There's something he's not doing. Okay? The, the, the coaches see it. The rest of the team sees it, which is why they went out and got shirts printed about Mike White. Either he's not serious, he doesn't study hard, he doesn't stay late, he doesn't do video. There's something that he is not doing that is causing them to make him, and once again, Gordon, not benching him, he's inactive. He's not even dressing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that that's an indictment on him. Absolutely. There's no question. Uh, and Salah saying that he wants uh, Wilson in the near future to go sit on a beach, read a book, and figure out what's important. See? He's not doing his homework. I mean. He's not doing what he's supposed to yeah. do. You know, he's not he's not doing the extra work. It's it's not it's not college. <laughs> it's, it just this, seems like I mean, I, I don't know how you can go into next year. And, and it feels like with Joe Douglas that a lot of it is like he looks at it very analytically that mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get what I think is fair value for the player. So I'm not going to trade Denzel Mims. I'm not going right. to trade Elijah Moore. And right. he's probably not going to trade Zach Wilson. Mm hmm. But I don't see how you you know you salvage anything out of him because no matter who you bring in next year, there the chances are that person unless they're I mean they're really terrible, um, Mike Glennon, uh, <laughs> you, 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 that person's going to beat him out unless you're just propping him up and I, I don't think that they can do that if if it's a if it's a make or break kind of year next year it I don't is. see how Zach Wilson be. adds any value to the team at all outside of the fact that if you trade him. It's a black eye for the GM. Yeah. It, it's going to be a huge a break year. Yeah. Gordon, they got to make the postseason next year. Absolutely. They have to. There's no, there's no choice. 13 they have to years? make it. Right. You know, it's especially what you did this year. Yeah. It's hard I mean, to. We, we, I mean, we were wondering how good, how many wins could they get? Well, they got to get seven. It's, well, <laughs> they got seven. They got seven. That might be all they get. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, you know, like I know that people have been on the various shows talking about, you know, how do you judge this year? Can you see this year as progress because they've won more games and they did win seven games and there were times the defense did this. Progress means looking towards the future. And it's very hard to look to the future with any organization where the, the quarterback position is a complete unknown and feel good about your future. Here's the only way you can look at it positively. Garrett Wilson was positive. He was excellent. Yeah. There's, Sauce Gardner there's was good. He yeah. was excellent. So, yeah, so you have to look at individual pieces. But overall, it's a disappointment. You were seven and four. The last the last month and a half of the season, this is not the same team. It, it's it's totally fallen off the map. Okay? And we get injuries. Everybody's got them. Yeah, we understand Brees Hall. Got it. Understood. Yeah. But listen. McKnight was good. Like like Pam Knight was good. Yeah. He 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 not saying he's Brees Hall, but they were running the ball. 
You know, so it's well, it's just it's 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 it feels like also that you awful. sacrificed the progress of the quarterback so that you could make the playoffs this year and then didn't make the playoffs this year and now you're saying you're gonna go back to the quarterback and you're gonna develop the quarterback. Yeah. It doesn't really line up. Yep. Yeah. Well they had the you know, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> it's a mess. It is it is really a mess. Phil, it's 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 rough. It's rough. 1-800-919-3776. Spike is in St. Pete. Hey, Spike, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Well, you know, Buddha and I call you our guys because you're the you're our favorite guys on the radio station. And you just did to me what you complained about. You just did to, I had to listen to more crap that you opened up the show with about some way they keep talking about this nondescript quarterback that shouldn't have been a number two pick. Ask Buddha. Shouldn't have played. His frame was bad, and the station keeps talking about it over and over and over again. I don't get that many Nick wins. Remember, there was one digit in front of it for two or three years. Yeah, Larry? absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Seventeen and seven. I know what seventeen and sixty-five is. If I was in a coma. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's let's the Jeff coach. So you got me talking about it now. There See, you go. It's it's fascinating. You can't not it talk is. about it because something changes because every day. Every with day it. they give you new content. Because it's so bad. The coaches, he may be the nicest man with a bunch of kids and respectful and religious. God love him. He's a coordinator. And he spit the bit, as George would say. He looked uninterested, disinterested the last six or seven games. Then I got to listen because I listened to, you know, my guy's call there. There's a a two-hour drone-on call post-game where they're trying to bullcrap you that something's good there. Ronald tells it like it is. But talking negative is like, what do you think when they hit a home run, they always show the picture. Anyway, let me get to this game. Larry, I've told you for so many years, the toughest thing to do is be the team not as good as you at home. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see the box score, but if you got it up, please let me know, because the sister turnover had to be one to one and a quarter. They played a two-man game, which got me sick. Brunson was brilliant. But there were about 10 times in that game Randall brought up the ball. Randall's playing his ass off. He's playing as good as he can possibly play. But you knew he was going to miss the free throw. You knew at the end of the game. And they got 19-year-old kid almost beat them. That kid's 19. I know. And and Popovich is letting uh, Brett Brown call all the plays. You notice that? I saw saw that. Yeah. So, look, take the win. We got ugly wins. This is the season right here. They're going to win 39 games or 45 games. The next three games are uh, three contending teams. It's, uh, I think it's uh, Milwaukee, Toronto, whose record is not reflecting how much better they are than the Knicks. And mm-hmm. Gordon, to answer that question, Larry and I talked about this quite a bit, about the other player. I, I'll never, you say his name for me, Larry, the, the wing on Toronto, A-N-O-N-B-O-Y. Antonabi. Ananabi, right? That's the guy they're looking for, Gordon. That's the guy they want, and they can move Fournier's contract. I said this a few times. I don't think I told you. The money on Fournier and Ananabi is even. He scores 17, 18 points a game. He shoots threes at 35 percent, and they have to. They can't. He's got the contract, so they got to get rid of him because they gave Van Fleet, deservedly so, undrafted, a major contract, and Siakam is going to hit the jackpot because he's a top 15 player. They don't have the money up there. So I'll take the win. I never felt the Knicks were going to lose, but it was too close, way too close for comforting. But guys, yeah. from, like uh, was it the uh, Rucker Park and uh, the, uh, the other league in Philly, they don't have named players, but Popovich got them to play their asses off. No, I didn't like coach. the two-man game. 
I didn't like that two-man game, Larry. What did you think? Yeah. Well, you know, Spike, and thanks for the phone call, my friend. You want the ball to move around, Gordon. You want the ball to move a little bit more. The two-man game, and, and you know, a couple of times I thought they should have hit Grimes more. He's, he's mm-hmm. showed you he could hit the three. He's standing in the corner, like, waving. Can, can, can somebody give me the basketball? I mean, look, I understand you feed the hot guy. I get it. I get it. But, I mean, Grimes, is, Grimes can open that up for you a little bit. It's congested in there. You know, let, let him let him go hit a couple of threes. Now, as it turns out, you win the game, so you're good. But, look, the teams always look better when there's ball movement. And the scary thing here, and once again, Julius Randle's played very well. But, Gordon, it's key moments in the fourth quarter where he just decides that I'm going yep. to be a distributor. And he dribbles to a double team. Yep. How many time. times, yep. how many times did you lot. hear Giannone <laughs> on, on 98.7 or – or you know, or 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 on TV, Clyde talking about why is he dribbling into the, why is he dribbling right into the double team? Yeah, why is he dribbling right into the right. double team? Why don't you ask him? He's, you know, he's over there. Ask him. Yeah, yeah, because he's in his usual spot. Yeah, you know, in the paint, and you're like, no, no, move. You can fundamental basketball. The ball, you can move the ball faster in the air than you can dribble it. Pass the ball. Move it around. Make the players move. Then come back to you if you're in the painted area. You may get something. That, that is, it's just that's the frustrating thing. But Gordon, they won the game. So that's they won the game. That's, that's the bottom matters. line. They won the game. Yep, absolutely. Won the game. We're not we're not complaining. We're just you know we were asked to analyze the situation, and so that's what we're doing. And we with uh, with R.J. out, I mean, it's going to primarily fall on Randall and Brunson. It I mean, is. You know, it's not going to be on Mitchell Robinson. I mean, no, quickly played well tonight. Grimes, you know, has his has his moments, hits his yeah. shots. Yeah. But there's not a whole lot of offense on this team. There's not. There's and none on the bench. <laughs> nothing on the bench. There's yeah. nothing on the bench. And then when Barrett comes back, and, and you know, now we got to distribute it three ways again. How's that yep. going to go? And, yep. And then, and Barrett, you know, he's not going to be, he's not going to. You know, come in shooting like he played last week, so it's going to take him a little time mm-hmm. to get his rhythm back. And so then you're looking at, oh gosh, what's going to happen there? So it's just it's 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 not easy being a Nick fan. No, that's why you got to take wins when you can get them. Oh, you know? we are grabbing this one tonight, yeah. my friend. We are grabbing it, especially after we got ripped by them last week. <laughs> I, that was terrible. I mean, oh, that was just a terrible performance. Oh, it, was, it was unbelievably bad. Unbelievably bad. And, and you know, Spike saying he never thought the Knicks were going to lose this game. Really? You never I thought did. the Knicks were going to lose this game? I don't know. Uh, they've had far bigger leads, and I feel like they're going to still lose the game. It was what? They were up. Two with three seconds left? Three with three seconds left? <laughs> right, I'm saying. You, I'm like, yeah. Oh, I, I figured it was going to be overtime. Oh, I was saying, I was saying yep. to myself, Gordon and I are going to be on probably yep. like 1140. It's going to be a double overtime, Nick one point loss. That's what I told him it was going to be. I said, boy, we're going to be here talking about, oh, God. Yeah, I'd rather talk I about mean, losing once to the Spurs is bad. Losing yes. twice would be unforgivable. Absolutely. It sure would. It really would. We'll continue the conversation on 987 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. That's Gordon Damer. I'm Larry Hardesty. It's ESPN New York Tonight. We're on till midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitz on 98.7. Back to the phones we go. Trey is in Brooklyn. Oh Gordon, gosh, two, shows two in nights a in a row. Oh, my God. Wow. Gordon Damer, I promise you, I will reach through this phone. You need to stop. Right. Really just saying. Just bring it. State really the obvious. <laughs> very mean person. <laughs> very mean person. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not going to waste my time on G tonight. I'm going to waste my time. I'm going to do it. 
So tonight, really good game, man. I, I, I like the team. I feel I feel Uncle Spike and his OG Ananobi guys. Ananobi, we got to know mm-hmm. it because he's coming. Okay. Um, he's a he's a he's a uh, he's a good. We need a we need a swing. We need that guy that can get to the basket because RJ is tentative, even with all the opportunities. And I'm sick of Julius Randle touching the ball, Larry. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of Julius Randle touching the rock. I really am. It, it is there is nothing more maddening than watching Brunson running behind Julius Randle <laughs> as Randle brings up the ball. I don't understand it. I, I don't I don't know what the problem is with Tibbs. I don't know if this is a thing that they work that they draw up on the on the chalkboard. It, it is maddening to watch that. It just, and I, it, unless, like you said, watching the game. Clyde said it like ten times, Larry. Mm-hmm. Why do you keep dribbling to the double team? Yeah, I can't with this guy, man. Um, <laughs> but the t- but the team overall, man, they they're playing really really hard, man. And 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 Grimes is growing on me a lot. I mm-hmm. mean, his jump shot is beautiful, man. Yeah. it is really pretty to watch. And and like he's just like Gordon said, he hits the open jumper. So we got it. We got to get him more involved. My only question is the same question that y'all have: What's it going to look like? When when RJ comes back, well, I think Trey uh, and thanks for the phone call, my friend. Keep it up, doing good after first two, two weeks, first two days in the new year, doing good. Wow, um, people still show up at the gym the day you know the fourth of <laughs> January. Or, you know, we'll see if that happens. You know, the seventeenth of January. Yeah, then February the gym is empty. Right, oh, <laughs> cleared out. It's like God picked it up and shook it, Larry. <laughs> Oh, man, believe me, I know, because I've been one of those that didn't go back. <laughs> right. <laughs> so That's enough. That's enough of this. <laughs> I've had enough. I'm worn out. Um, I think Grimes is going to stay in the rotation, Trey, very simply because of his defense. So that's going to keep him in. McBride's going to be the one that you're not going to see a lot of. That, that That's that's the guard that you're not going to see. Um, and then, you know, you won't and you won't see Evan Fournier again. So that that that's where that change is going to be. No, McBride is going to be the one. I mean, Grimes is too good a defender and and a shooter right now um, to be to to get more bench time. Back to the phones, Popos at the Grand Concourse. Popo, you're next on ninety eight seven. Hey, Popo, my man. Get back. Hey, what's happening? All right, and yeah, that basketball never touching the ground. It also helps if everybody's running up in the court at the same time too. When that basketball don't touch the ground, um, I think that's what we were taught in recreation basketball mm-hmm. after school yep. in in the Bronx way back when. Um, the Knicks, uh, you know, sometimes I just wonder if it's just the the formula of the NBA does not really produce a good New York team, big cap, big party city. Young guys with a lot of money usually doesn't mix too well. Maybe we'll move the the, the Knicks to uh, upstate New York somewhere, all the way up there on the on the border. But uh, oh, realistically, they don't. They really don't draft that good. And I, I just I don't like to waste too much time with it because uh, the, the team over on the other side of the river in Brooklyn. Yeah, they're rolling until good. tonight. Yeah, yeah they've been playing I mean, well. You know, as long as long as KE doesn't put on his bozo the clown suit, this team is going to be reckoned with, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, also with the uh, with the Jets, uh, listen, man, I, I hear people talking. The, the, listen, the greatest quarterbacks to play the game can read defenses. They can feel the pressure in, in the, you know, when the, when the rush is coming in on. They can feel it. And they also 
had eyes behind their head. The odds of drafting somebody like that, you'd better, you'd have a better chance of drafting like a, a mediocre quarterback from another planet than getting a guy like that, a Montana, a Brady, a Disco Dan Marino, who uh, just pictures young Dan Marino coming into training camp. Mm. It's hot out there. It's August. And the coaches come up to him, Dan, we're going to run a bubble screen offense. Dan would say, yeah, 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 yeah. Then he'd roll his eyes. And that'd be one awesome bubble screen offense. But the thing is, uh, you're not going to get that. But you can build an offensive line. But the offensive line comes in two pieces. It comes in pass blocking, and it comes in rush blocking for the running backs running that ball. And if you can't get guys that can do both, you're going to have a bad offensive line, and you can be fooled by some of these college players. I always said, man, the last position in all the sports that where you really actually need a brain is the offensive line. You need a guy who knows the smart, could walk up. Every offensive lineman should be able to walk up to that uh, line of scrimmage, and including the center, even though he's looking down, and then he's looking up, and then he's looking down, and it's a delayed game, but uh, in the legal motion, but still, they should be able to read the defense. They should but you be know what, Papo, the- you know, you make an interesting point. Thanks for the phone call. But Gordon, that's been the biggest thing. When you talk to scouts, they talk about how the decline of the offensive line in college, that that because everybody's looking to the sideline now. Quarterbacks looking to the sideline, offensive line, Linda looking to the sideline. Everybody's looking to the sideline to get their points. So they don't, you know, they, they don't do a lot of that reading defenses. I mean, Gordon, you've got you've got quarterbacks who never put the never put took a handoff on the center in colleges now. Yeah. Um, well, look, I mean, in terms of the Jets and their offensive line, that's another thing that they got. something else on the list. I mean, and it's been on the list. It's been on the list since Joe Douglas got here. And it's yeah. not like he's ignored it. Nope. That would be one thing. If he ignored, had ignored it and, and it wasn't any better, that would be one thing. But, I mean, every year they've went out and signed guys. They've made yeah. big moves. I mean, the, the Lake and Tomlinson move, I thought that was going to be a real home run. That was been, that's been terrible. Yeah, uh, losing Vera Tucker obviously is a big blow, but you know they couldn't rely on Becton, um, Dwayne Brown. I mean, he's been hurt. I mean, he's, he's at the end of his career. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. it's a lot of it work hasn't to worked. do there still for for as having as many high picks as the Jets have had here under Joe Douglas. You would have thought that the offensive line would be a lot more settled, even without dealing with the quarterback. Absolutely, Tony's in the car. What's up, Tony? What's going on, Larry? Long time no hear from my friend. I got to get back online with you guys. I'm just coming back home from the Knicks game. Uh, mm-hmm. The Knicks are not good for your heart. I'm going to tell you that right <laughs> now. All right? They are not good. But I got my Christmas present. All I wanted was a point guard. And Jalen Brunson had 38 points tonight and a couple of assists. He got to work. I don't know what it is with his and why this man was so tired that he couldn't make no free throws. He was killing me. But my question to you guys is, you know, I would like to see the Knicks make some kind of noise in the playoffs. I think we're going. My question to you guys is, what move do you think that we need that we're deficient in that would take us to that next level? And what's going on with RJ? What kind of injury does he have that he's been out so long? Uh, Tony, thanks for the call. He's got a lacerated finger, Gordon. And, um, you know, this (laughs) – it, that cut must be really deep because <laughs> he hasn't been playing, and I don't know when. Yeah, well, I, I think that they – like, it was cut so deep that they could uh, – I want to say that I saw a report that they could actually see the bone. Ooh, that's not good. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously something that's kept him out a while here. 
Um, and I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's coming back all that soon. So, no. um, yeah, it's been it's been an issue, right? Yeah, yeah, it has. It has. And, uh, you know, they're winning without him, so that's a good thing. I mean, in terms of, like, a move, to me, you know, you can go out and get a, a player who might fill a hole. To me, for the Knicks to take the, the next – go to the next level, they got to go get a star. And I yeah. don't think that that's going to happen in the season. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so. What they'll get a they'll get a player that will take them up another level. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know, but it's not going to be a could come in and player. contribute and, and fill some holes and stuff like that. You yeah. know, a wing player. Yeah. Um, but you know, to go to the next level, if you're saying the next level when they're at six and the five teams in front of them are clearly better than them, what what the difference between the Knicks and those top five teams is? They all have stars. Yeah, they do. They really do. They really do. And the Knicks, uh, they're just trying to get by with what they got. Right. They have a nice, strong, you know, they have a they're solid nice team. Yeah, ni- nice, nice players. players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do. Working like, hard. Like we said, Gordon, like we said, they'll win more than 20 games. Exactly. They'll win more than 16 games, 17 games. They'll win more than that. Yeah. You know, when we start getting our 30s, okay, I'm not sure how, how high we're going to go <laughs> in the numbers that begin with threes. Maybe, once again, if Randall continues to play the way he is and Brunson continues to play, Okay, they'll be exciting, but you're you're gonna want you really it's gonna that's gonna frustrate you even more, Gordon, that you don't have that other player. You know that would put you over the top. Mm-hmm. You you'd be frustrated. You're looking at you're looking at Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, right? You're looking at that three, and you're like, "Where's my third guy? Where's where's my third player? Where's my third player that I can that I can go with that that's going to help me when the other two guys are doubled or or one of them has a bad night? Where's my other scorer coming from? And it's it's got to be it's got to be somebody that's better than Randall, better than Barrett, better than Brunson. That's what you need now. Yeah, that's that's the search. I mean, the reason you brought in Leon Rose was not just to kind of turn things around and 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 and, and build a, a team up. It's that his connections are supposed to be able to get you the stars. And look, I think they were close with uh, Donovan Mitchell. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of sitting and waiting because yeah. you don't know when those guys are going to become available. And now you got to sit and wait and hope that one of them come, shakes loose soon. That's right. <laughs> soon would be nice. Soon would be very nice. Very nice. We'll continue the conversation on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. You know, you heard on the air, there's a, everybody's got a different idea about how to get this done. And it, it's, it's fascinating to see what they're going to do, but they got to make a decision, I would think, soon, no? I mean, I feel like, and I know that this is probably the most uh, basic thing. I just rule the game a tie. Uh, I know mm. it impacts the standings. I know it impacts the playoffs because now only one team gets the bye as opposed to two. I don't see how you're going to be able to squeeze this game in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- I just think that you're kind of stuck. And and look, it's unfair for the for the Bills because of you know it, it's not their fault. But I, I just don't see you know this ain't week five. Yeah. There's no time to make this up. You're going to yeah. push everything back a week so you can make up some game that may or may not impact the standings. I don't know. I don't see how you can uh how you can how you can squeeze it in at this point. It's not a baseball game. Yep, can't play two. You can't play two. <laughs> you can't play a doubleheader. Nope, that's not an option. Trust me, the if the NFL owners thought they could, they would be they doing would. It already. <laughs> they definitely would. They yeah. definitely would. Richardson um Manhattan. What's up, Richard? Hi, Larry Gordon. For my two cents worth, I would not play the game at all. 
just leave it as a testament to the kid. That's it. Just ignore it. Figure out the record without that game. It's not a tie. You just throw it out. So if a team finishes 13-4 and four, and the other team finishes 13-5, and, and or 13-3 because they played one less game, that's so be it. That's it. Don't try to go up and change the whole schedule. Yeah, Don't try it just seems like there's too much. You can't you can't juggle all these different games and right. all that. That's just, why I said. Right, yeah, no, you can't do ignore it. Ignore the game. Just leave it. That's his that's his game. That's standalone. There's no no winner, no loser. It's as if nothing ever happened and that's it. And it, that'll be like his memory. That that game didn't count, and it'll go on forever in remembrance of him on that game. Uh, fellas, you know, a couple of things happened in the NBA. I thought it was pretty interesting. Giannis scored 55 last night, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't hit one three-pointer. I know. Isn't that amazing? He was dominant. Well, in well, the who's all the I, I don't know. Maybe Shaq? I don't know. Last guy to score 55, or whatever. maybe Kareem? I don't know. Yeah. You know? Will Chamberlain, and, and I know then, that. <laughs> you know what else? I look a couple other things. Listen to this. You'll like this. Mm-hmm. Giannis, a little earlier in the month, had two games back-to-back where he scored 40 and had 20 rebounds. Mm-hmm. All right? So he went back-to-back, 40-plus points, 20-plus rebounds. Take a guess who the last player to do that was. I was shocked. I don't know. I don't know. Just go ahead, Richard. Tell me. Moses Malone in 1982. Oh, I mean, Moses. I would have thought Kareem. I would have thought maybe Shaq. I would have thought wow. some, maybe even Michael, but no, Michael never would get 20 rebounds. Donkic, no. maybe. Uh, one last thing, fellas, you'll be yeah. interested in this. The night that uh, Mitchell hit the 71, yes. and it would have been ironic that it never happened in the NBA, you got plus 60 with a triple-double, and he didn't hit the triple-double because he, I think he only had uh, eight rebounds. But it would have happened twice within a week. But the night that he hit 71 points two nights ago, 250 players took the court that night for the NBA. 250. Do you know who had the most assists, most assists out of those 250 players? What are you going to tell me, the Joker? No, Donovan Mitchell. 71. Oh, really? Se- <laughs> I mean, the one that he had 71 points, he had 11, re- 11 assists. Nobody mm-hmm. had more than 11 assists. That was an incredible game that he had. It was. It was always a pleasure. Thank All right, Richard. Thanks for the phone and call. And just to let Richard know, I, I'm not positive, but I believe the last player to score 50 without a three is LaMarcus Aldridge in 2019. It didn't happen actually that long ago. Yeah, wow. LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, the, the mid-range guy. He, he, he was a – LaMarcus Aldridge in his day was a taller DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> and, and, and Shaq, Carl Malone, Michael Jordan are tied for the most points in a game with exactly zero three-pointers, 61 points. Mm. All three of them scored 61 without uh, – and Jordan threes. did it twice. Of course he did. That's Probably that a little Knicks. extra. Yep. <laughs> Probably against the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. Who knows? Might have been. Well, Gordon, tonight uh, – and they played they, – they didn't play well defensively, but it was an entertaining game, and you give – Chicago credit, they stopped the Nets losing streak, but look, Kevin Durant once again, Gordon. Right, he's, just, he's incredible. I mean, oh, he's incredible. So good. So good. And you know what? Like, people are like, oh, wow, look at the way the Nets are doing. Look at this. and the... You notice with the Nets, there hasn't been anything other than the basketball. Mm-hmm. And as yeah. soon as there's not been anything other than the basketball, look at that. They're good. They're good. They're good to go. They are. 
So, yeah, I mean, there's never been any question about whether or not the Nets are talented. No, everybody it's about knows. whether or not they can ever be focused on basketball and keep exactly. them focused. And, and, and this might be the longest stretch of games that Kyrie Irving has been focused exclusively on basketball. He's played well over this He's played great. He's a He's great really, player. He is. There's no question about it. He's no phenomenal. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. The, Royce O'Neal just had a tough night for them. Uh, 0 of 9 overall, 0 of 8 from 3. Didn't attempt a field goal. <laughs> Shooters, shoot or shoot, Larry. <laughs> That's it. He kept shooting. He thought he hit one. He couldn't yeah. hit one down the stretch. And they, if they just, if he just could have hit a couple down the stretch, they might have found a way to win this one. But, um, you know, listen, you won 12 in a row. Yeah, you're going to lose one once in a while. They've got their, season, they've got their season righted, and now yes. we'll see where they go from here and whether or not they can keep that focus. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Ben Simmons continues to play well for them. Seven points, nine rebounds, only two assists tonight. But, um, you know, listen, he, he's out there, and, and he's – that's, you know, that's a big improvement. That's, that's a huge improvement. It's a huge improvement. And that's listen, listen, that's what you want. And Seth Curry continues to help them out, even though um, – you know, Joe Harris keeps in and out of the lineup, but mm-hmm. Seth Curry continues to play well for them. Yeah, I mean, look, they have they have enough talent. Um, now, I I don't believe in them more than you know the Bucks or mm-hmm. probably the Celtics, but yeah, I mean, they're far better than they were playing earlier in the year. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. mean, they were this, a mess. This is the net you expected to see. Right, this is the net you course. expected to see last absolutely. season. The net you expected to see when this is the team you expected to see when K when KD and Kyrie came here. That's what mm-hmm. you're looking for, and. Um, you know, now you just see how long they can hold on to it, if they can continue, and if they can make, more importantly, Gordon, if they can make this year, make that deep run into the postseason. Because really, for this team, it's about the postseason. It's not really about the regular season. No. They were brought here to win championships. Yeah. And, um, and you know. They won what? One playoff series? Yeah. So they got to, you know, they got to improve. And they got to stay healthy. They got to be healthy in the postseason. You know, that's the other thing. That would help. Yeah, that would help. That's the other thing. So, you know, hopefully they'll they'll continue to play well because, you know, I I would like to see uh, a New York team go deep into the postseason for a change in the NBA. It would be uh it would be a little bit of a change, right? I mean, even the Nets have not really gone deep into the playoffs. No. So, no. and who it knows, nice. maybe both teams will be part of the mix this year. It would be nice. That would be nice. It would be nice. It, it, like the Mets and Yankees were. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. feels like the Yankees and Mets were out pretty quick though. Yeah, it was, but at least they made it. Yeah, they did the make time. it. Yeah, so that's, they did make it. I mean, you make it all the time. <laughs> they do make it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Don't do a whole lot, but uh, yeah, you know, but at least they're there. At they're there. They're there. they're there every year, getting knocked out. That's it. All right, my friend. See you tomorrow night. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. Harvey, Joe, thank you very much. Freddie and Fitz, right now on ninety-eight-seven ESPN.